Cornerstone Mortgage's Melissa Kaiser. She's a loan officer and she is here to help. Not only does she specialize in helping first-time home buyers, she'll work with you on your USDA, VA, conventional loans, and much more. She is always available for her clients and can't wait to work with you. Contact her today, 314-346-6264. She'll make your dreams come true. Melissa Kaiser, Cornerstone Mortgage, does not endorse the singing. Equal housing lender, Illinois Residential Mortgage Licensee, 9717 Landmark Parkway Drive, Suite 101, St. Louis, Missouri, 63127, NMLS number 650731, company NMLS 223109. Hey, we are live fans. This is Jeremy Allen Stanton, veteran of the U.S. Air Force and owner of Barrel Beard and Tattoo. We created a unique and highly effective hair and skin oil, which we age in used whiskey barrels from local distillers right here in St. Louis. Barrel Beard and Tattoo products are made by hand with only the finest natural ingredients, Whether you're trying to get your beard game in check or your skin looking and feeling better than ever, we can help. Visit Barrel Beard and Tattoo to learn more about our story. You're now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. We are live. Chris Denman going solo today. I'll tell you all about my guest in just a second. Big thank you to Barrel Beard and Tattoo Oil. Great sponsor of ours. Thank you to Logboat Brewing. Melissa Kaiser at Cornerstone Mortgage. All of our friends that sponsor the show, the radio show, our comedy events, all that we do. And thank you all for listening as well. Be sure to subscribe. If you're not, review it and tell a friend. Today... Our guest is at Helium Comedy Club all weekend long. You need to go see him if you're here in the St. Louis area. Drew Lynch. Drew, thanks for joining, man. How are Thank you? Thank you for, for, uh, for, for having me, Chris. Absolutely, man. So good to see you. I, uh, I We were just talking about uh, you were here about a year ago mm-hmm. in St. Louis. Generally, either a good sign that your agent or somebody worked at a long-term deal or it went really well. And you're yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. I guess it went it, it, it went well. I was like, uh, you know, I, I I didn't I didn't get shot the first time I was here, so I was like, you know, statistically, I could try it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I liked it. Uh, I liked I, I liked it a lot. Um, I think it's a good weekend too. Just had the Cardinals here, which this is funny because you tour the country, right? Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you're everywhere with us. St. Louis is one of those cities. Unfortunately. Uh, for you as a talented stand-up comic that's coming through on tour, it matters if the hockey team's playing, hockey's out. The football. <laughs> yeah, basketball. there's a baseball here. Baseball's such a big thing. It can affect crowds. I do it myself with the events we do. We kind of yeah. plan around it. Yeah. And then if you get really crazy college sports season and Mizzou yeah. is an hour and a half away, so... Uh, I think you've got a good weekend to be here. Oh, good. Well, then, well, good. But yeah, it's it's funny because it never works the uh, the opposite way. Like mm-hmm. like if say like 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 if say like you were to be at the Cardinal Stadium and yeah. it's empty there, no one's like, oh, well, well Drew Lynch. Everybody's in town. a Drew yeah. Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it doesn't work. It does. It just it just doesn't work the same. Oh, but, it's so yeah. tough too because like you'll have uh, 40,000 people on a Wednesday afternoon hanging out in downtown St. Louis and you're just yeah. like, can't 2,000 of you go to comedy shows this weekend? <laughs> yeah. like, that would really change a lot of people's lives. Yeah, like, yeah. That'd be great if that was a consistent yeah. thing. 
it, it is interesting like that. Where did you grow up? Um, I grew up in 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 the Indianapolis. Man, that's so tough to say. So because I I stutter, obviously, obviously, it's a thing to address. Because <laughs> I, if I don't say it, people ask me like, does he does he know that he's even doing that? And that's true. And you, uh, I, there's always higher levels of success and stardom and uh, and people being aware of you, but. You're pretty well known, sure, and, it, and you're pretty open about that too. Is that something that you still? Uh, I mean, since you brought it up, honestly, we could have went through the whole thing. I wouldn't have said a thing because yeah. I'm kind of like it's it's there. You mm -hmm. people know about it. It's a thing, right. and you're comfortable with it. Yeah, and it's not it's not distracting to me. But oh. is that something that? <laughs> and not to patronize. No, no, that, no, no, I hope no, you don't no. take that the wrong way. <laughs> uh, listen, that's a horrible thing that you have going on. Uh, we've got about another minute and a half before I cut this thing short. <laughs> But uh, is that something that is is brought up to you all? I can I can picture maybe a funny thing that you could do for a, a TV show. Morning radio offers yeah. a lot of uh, of people that are like, well, what do we got here? America's Got Talent, yeah. huh? You know, and you go straight into that. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 just a thing that's just it's always always helpful just to get around up anybody who may is maybe is curious or whatever. But mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's it's again like I I I actually appreciate your honesty as far as you know being like ah hey, you know it because that's just exactly the way I my ideology is on it is just like ah oh, it's just a part of who I am and um you know uh. But yeah, it's just funny. It's, I hate saying sometimes where I'm from uh, it, because I'm from in. I was born in in, in Indiana, Indianapolis, uh -huh. and that word starts the the city starts with within, like with the word in. So when I say I was. Born in and in it, like I, it's easy for it to There's just start. Not, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, where it's like it's like bam. Yeah, it's, it's like, just right. Kind of you're in the stutter. You're in the stutter. Like you're in it. And and what's well, I remember what happened one time is this cab driver, this lady. She was really nice, but she said where 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 she was aware. Like she asked me where I was born or where I was from, and I said, well, I grew up in Vegas, but I was born in in and I. It was one of those worst times where I was just I was in the cyclone of just stuttering. Yeah, and she just starts. Saying cities like I was stuck saying that thing, and she's just Poughkeepsie. like, yeah, she's like, yeah, she's <laughs> Seattle. Like I was like, do you think you're gonna like? Just, I'll say it, just like, right. just let it, you know. I was like, do you think you're gonna guess all of geography before I <laughs> finish my thing? Yeah. Things, yeah, I almost wanted to just just keep stuttering just to see how much like she knew. Like I was like, what do you? What places? Yeah, you know, where are you? <laughs> what's hey, on your mind? Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Anchorage, Bar Barstow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, but you, so you, so you were born in Indy, grew up in Vegas, yeah. like actually cut your teeth in Vegas, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I lived there for ten years. I was there um, eight to nine, nineteen, eight, eight to nineteen mm -hmm. or so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a that's a an interesting place. There's a. I just read a big write-up about one of the baseball players, uh, the starting center fielder for the Cardinals right now, Tommy Pham, is from Las Vegas. Mm. We've had uh, other people that grow up there. That's an interesting place to grow up, and I'm sure it's a much different experience than people get, you know, driving in from Orange County for the weekend yeah. or something like that. But uh, as far as Vegas goes, I mean, did that kind of lead you into... Uh, and again, to coming in a little fresh on your career and what's taking you to where you're at... Uh, did that being close to the bright lights and all the uh, performances? I mean, did that have an effect on your uh, what you've chosen to do as a living? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just strip clubs really inspired me. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was, I like the uh, the the. 
bedazzled uh, vest you're wearing today too. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. Drew, Drew Lynch is just my stage name. My my, my real name is Cinnamon. Yes, um, good for you. Uh, which whoa, holy cow, David. Did, did you hear how well I said that? That was good. I said cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon. I said damn. Now now I messed it. Up. Uh, <laughs> I can't, don't I can't get, brag. Don't get bragging. <laughs> okay? Damn it, Drew. <laughs> um, I, it was it was a cool place because um, I mean I grew up doing like. Perf- doing performing arts stuff like I for like my middle school and high school years I was doing like theater and I, acting was always what I wanted to do mm-hmm. um and the thing is is like it, you get desensitized to a lot of things when you live there you know right. like uh so the transition from in, in Indiana to LA would have been you know big but because I had in in Indiana to Vegas to LA it was a good little stepping stone and it's kind of cool just because you know you see just you see so much there like there's a lot of there's like a lot of there's um you know there's people losing their homes people losing their homes you know exactly that's exactly (laughs) what I was gonna gonna say so (laughs) there's so that's what that's what drives the tourism is we want to see people in their poverty Uh, (laughs) exactly yeah you have people it's like I always like to, and then here in Missouri, you'll get um, some casinos that get a little sanctimonious. They'll have like certain rules they enforce, like no profanity at the Weird. table. And uh, it is funny to think about like, oh, so people losing their mortgage irresponsibly <laughs> is fine, but like, don't say fuck while you're, while yeah. you're gambling. Like that's a thing. Yeah. And it was like, if I lose my house in, mm-hmm. a, in a bet, the first thing I'm going to do is swear. So, yes. That's a problem. You know? Yeah. And you'll be promptly asked to leave. To leave. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, like even like saying, like even like being desensitized to like a lot of the new, new the, a lot of the nudity on billboards sure. and stuff like that. Like, like the first time I saw a girl naked, I was like, okay, <laughs> I was like, but like, what's your personality? <laughs> right, you're like, I see this literally on the way to school every yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. So. You know, it's kind of a cool thing. I mean, it's also weird just because everything is built around the casino. So if you want to go see a movie, that's mm-hmm. in a casino. If you want to, you know, arcade or friends or restaurant or whatever, that's 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 through the casino. Um, uh, is there is there an intermingling of the locals with the uh, with the tourists? I guess you could say like. I, I can just not, see so many. Di- yeah, they could usually. probably avoid it. Yeah, yeah, yeah not yeah. usually. You know, like you know, we, the like when you know there's bachelor or parties or bachelorette <sighs> party. God, it's and all. And you chose terrible. to get into comedy, so you can't get away from the bachelorette yeah. parties, yeah. man. Yeah, they oh. haunt me. And yeah. and you know, like and honestly, I, I'm glad because I've seen the other side of it from a, young, a younger age. That now I don't indulge so much in like you know I don't drink a ton. I don't I don't gamble a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, there's the there's the meth thing that I have that right. problem I have, but that's that's my Got you a part on the the drug issues. Got you a part on Marin's uh, <laughs> yeah. IFC show. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, yeah. that was uh, that was a really good role. And I, I watched all five seasons. Of that I'm uh, I'm a fan of Are his. You a fan and of Marin? Then, yeah. yeah, and it's uh, it's it's actually it's cool to see. Like, it's a weird time we're living in. There's versions of this, I'm sure, in the 80s or 70s or 90s or whatever. But to see a guy uh, like Marin, just since we brought him up, go from young guy doing blow with Kennison all the time, uh, you know, according to him, right. uh, to comic that mm, was respected, not mm-hmm. so much known to interviewing the president in his garage, yeah. you know, and then capping his show at five seasons, yeah. I think like that. So what were you in season four? I think I was, I think I was the la- last season. Last no, season? No, so I think, Mer- I think he had four seasons and I think four. I was the last, there you la- go. last season. And he's but got, do- he's got glow now. Yeah, but, he's got yeah. glow and he does all kinds, he shoot, I, um, I've, 
I've watched that grow, but then now to provide opportunities for, and again, that's, you know, one little sliver of what you're doing, mm. but I'm sure it meant something to you to get on that. And then again, that TV show was because of him starting his podcast, exactly. right? Like exactly. That's, that's pretty crazy to see that happen and then to see where you can go with that. Yeah. I mean, and he, and he's also like, he's been doing it for, for so long. So, I mean, and he kind of revolutionized, uh, you know, I mean, even the, just the podcasting world. I mean, everyone sure. talks about WTF because, uh, uh, he, uh, like he just changed it, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and for where, where he is actually able to go on his show is used it as a vehicle for exactly what it's supposed, supposed to be for, which is like, you know, people come see him for his stand-up stuff. Yeah. The same mm -hmm. way, you know, Jim Norton did it with, the, his shows or, or his or radio. Adam Carolla um, can sell out a theater and uh, only fly in for the day. Yeah, like and, and it's exactly. a, kind of a one man show kind of thing. Like exactly, that's, it's pretty wild. What it's, it's and Joe it. Rogan, look at that. Joe yeah. Rogan influences like health trends. Yeah, <laughs> if he says something about a supplement, every dumb dumb that uh, yeah. that just buys, and I mean that in a nice way. Like yeah. everybody just listens to these guys what they're saying, and that's uh, massive influence. Yeah. And 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 he's got. I mean, and, and Mark is like like even when he did the show, like it was the last season of the show, and I could tell it was it was kind of talked about that it was go going to be. Mm -hmm. um, just because he wasn't, it wasn't so much that he was frustrated. I think it was just, he was just stretched so, so thin as far as being like, I have to write on my own show. I do my podcast. I tour as well. I'm trying to develop new material for this. I mean, it's just, it, it, it it's inspiring to see that happen because I'm trying to do, you know, a very similar thing. You have to create your own platform a little bit for yourself and advocate a little bit for, for yourself, which I hate doing, but he's also, <laughs> you know, he's also in a place where he's a veteran, so it doesn't, you know, right. it doesn't matter. And he can talk about, he can literally talk about whatever. Oh, and he says no to plenty of stuff yeah. too. I mean, I mean, I see that quite a bit. As far as your career goes, uh, I, I talk about it here enough. I do a thing on all things comedy with Ian Bag. I he love did, Ian. Uh, he's very funny. Yeah, so, he so was funny. just here Monday, actually. He was did he? Uh, the hockey team flew him in for a roast. Hilarious. And uh, he's not a roast comic. I wrote 100 jokes. I'm like, hey, dum-dum, I, uh, I know you didn't prep. So here's some local jokes. Yeah. He's like, uh, the, oh, yeah, those are funny. Throws them aside. Just goes up and just yeah, murders. Just, mur just, just sets the place it. on fire. Yeah. But, uh, and again, too, without... Uh, roast jokes just kind of incorporating crowd work into it, it he, no, pretty he's, crazy he ma he's a he's a master yeah but but with him i see this and i have a unique view of this because i help on the business side of stuff with him too the uh last comic standing is a really cool credit mm -hmm. if you ask him about it he's like mm, wanda sykes isn't very funny and she told me to how to fix my act that's his you know yeah he'll say that but i see it as if you make a poster and you put was on last comic standing the average person's going to go, mm, oh, oh yeah. that is the, that is that NBC logo that the I see. Yeah. The value goes. In. Yeah. And, and you've got that with America, America's got talent mm -hmm. at this point. It's still uh how long, how many years ago was that? That was three years, three, three. years ago. Mm -hmm. I think he did last comic scene six years ago or yeah. something or longer yeah. or something like that. Uh, do you appreciate what that does for the marketing side of things? Or are you kind of, can we give it a break? I do other things. I, that's such a good qu question, dude. That's such a good, 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 good question. Um, it, cause it's, cause it's got a complicated answer. I think it's, well, it means it's, something, it pro it's probably something different to everybody because if you're a comic probably don't deserve to be on one of those shows sure. or that you're not nearly as good as 
somebody else that was on there with you, there's a little bit of you're the last comic standing comic, but right. it's, but there's right. others. There, like Alonzo Bowden wanted Alonzo Bowden's a real comic. Yeah, right? he's you great. Know? I mean, a lot. I mean, Eliza was on it, and she yeah. I, I, did she win? She won. I, if I, she didn't win, she was pretty right. publicized. Yeah. And that, you know, and Ralphie who didn't win also. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he was also. I mean, there's it was there was a time when last comic actually really kind of cultivated careers. More, Absolutely. You know? I mean, Eliza yeah. even getting. Uh, she had a brief show on Comedy Central, yeah. but didn't hurt that she was on Last Comic Standing. Not at all. Like, to parlay I mean, that into it's, it. She's, she's, she's parlay, yeah, exactly. She's parlayed it to how many specials she has now mm -hmm. and can sell out, you know, anywhere. She does theaters, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that's, uh, it, the, my answer is that I think, for me, when I go back and watch clips, uh, uh, of me on that, on America's Got Talent, which I mm -hmm. do every, every day at noon. Cause yeah. that's when I schedule, you know, that's when it's I cry. on your bio. That's yeah. when I cry. Yeah. And I think what I didn't like about it was that it, I, my, my, my stutter was so pronounced. My material was so, um, just stutter heavy that I I was trying to appreciate at the time, which I still do, it as a platform for someone that, okay, this guy, this guy's got a unique situation. We'll let him tell jokes, but also tell his story at the same time, yep. which I think is the best way to be introduced uh, um, uh, to uh, to people. And then, like, I go back and I go, oh, but I just, yeah, I think this happens probably with anyone, but it's like, I feel like you, you would hope that you've grown a lot since, or, you know, if you look back at yourself, if you look back at yourself and go, oh man, I was great. Then you're, you're an ass. <laughs> hang, you know. hang it up. Yeah. yeah. Well, you think about like, even, uh, we haven't been doing this very long and we do uh, a radio show and all that other stuff just to relate it to you. I would be mortified if I listened to the first time I interviewed somebody that I was like really into and, yeah. and was excited to chat with. And then. You, you grow with it and you improve and you yeah. uh, you learn your craft a little better. So there's always that too. But then to have the whole world watching you, right? that's, <laughs> that's a whole different feeling because I'm like, ah, there's one version of this where it's like, yeah, you know, you used to do this one thing and a few people heard it. But then again, too, people can pull it up anytime they want. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe spacing yourself apart from that, to, it's a little more difficult than the average person's going to deal yeah. with. Yeah, and I and again, like it, it's just funny because, and I'm sure you experience this as well. Like you might have someone who approaches you or who knows you or from from one of your first projects, and they'll be like, "Oh, I love that," and you're like, "Yeah, but I do this now. I do something else sure. now. I do a sec. I do my own thing, you know." And you want to turn them on to what it is you're currently doing or what it is you're more passionate about, but that's so much to expect from someone because you know, just appreciate the fact that they know you from like. Like for a while, if someone were to say to me, like, oh, I know you from, you know, I I, I saw you on Marin and I thought it was great or whatever. Yeah. Like for me, I was like, oh, that was really cool that you watched that. I didn't mm -hmm. know you did. And that's cool. And that's not a thing that that's not the usual thing you hear. So it's just, you know, um, it's just kind of an interesting, you know, I mean, I'm sure you've just experienced the same, Chris, as far as as far as being like, yeah, but I, I you know, I do, the, you know, I work on this. now. Oh, this yeah, is it's, my, yeah you know? it's interesting to see that, too. And especially somebody with uh, your career path. Uh, with you specifically where it's people yell AGT guy mm -hmm. at you from across the street. You can't get mad at them. I mean, you can, sure. you can, yeah. there are people that wouldn't care and I do. for it. I, ha I, I hate them. Yeah. You're a violent guy. Yeah. I can notice yeah. that yeah. Uh, <laughs> even through the sequined vest. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the, uh, but, but if you have somebody scream that it's like, 
At least they took the time to scream it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. right. I was in. I mean, it's, it's the sentiment. It's the. It's the. It's the. It's the. I appreciate the sentiment. You know, like when I was in when I was in Nashville like two weeks ago, there was a guy who said, "Oh man, you were the singer. You were the. You were that singer on America Has Got Talent." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, close, man. So close." <laughs> and then there. and then yeah. I was like, I was like, ah, I thank you, but I actually I did comedy, and he was like, "Oh yeah, no, yeah, you were super funny." And I was like, "Wait, you just found out I did comedy." <laughs> <laughs> you were picturing me with an acoustic guitar. A yeah, second like a ago. second. Yeah. So um, either way, uh, you know, like what happens is, is like sometimes like I've, I've 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 been able to, I guess, parlay is a good word, but try to try to use that or try to use America's Got Talent as a way to like pawn it off to to building my own audience. Yeah. And um, I, I transitioned. I tr- I tried to transfer all that to like my YouTube kind of stuff and try to do mm-hmm. like a similar thing to like kind of like what people like Marin or whatever did, but like for in, you know, they did it with like radio and podcasts and, you know, digital media is so important now and to have a presence there. And, and, um, so I did that from like YouTube and then I had my own, I have my own show that I do there. And then, people will come to my shows because of the stuff that we do on YouTube. But, but it's, and it's like, I'm also creating a, an, an, I created an animated show that I do that's still fresh. And, um, it's like, I want them to know about that. You know, when, so when people come to the shows, they'll be like, Oh, we watch, you know, we watch the uh, dog vlog, which is the show I have on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, they'll be like we watched dog vlog and i'm like ah yeah but 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 this new show i do now you know it's <laughs> right. like i'm always trying to like you know which is just a sign of i think like just constantly trying to expand and really just like like marin or like louis or like jim norton or like any of them um really just uh having their having a lot of um ha- hats that they take on and a lot of projects and a lot of uh, rots in the buyer i don't i don't know anyone that's of uh notable success that doesn't operate like that right it's super difficult right too. i mean and, St- howard stern doesn't you know i mean he's the same yeah i mean think about how great think about how weird that is now in 2018 as we're like oh stern yeah he's this he's accepted by all you would i mean especially as uh politics has gotten more everybody run to yeah. their own side think about the people that would think about howard and go you know he's a good guy he stands up for people yeah. as compared to the heat he took for Fart Man yeah. on the VMAs and whatever yeah. year. And, oh, he's disgusting. He has porn stars on, blah, blah, blah. And then you kind of realize, like, oh, he's not the real creep. The real yeah. creep is tapping his toe in a in an airport bathroom in Idaho right. and trying to stop everybody else from doing what they want to do. Right. You know, exactly. it's, it's interesting to see that. I think yeah. we'll see more of that as we're... <laughs> in controversies every other day politically or entertainment wise or anything yeah yeah no i can i I completely agree and i and i and i think i think it's also just it used to be that you could do one thing like 20 30 years ago it used to be like you just did stand up and then like and then now and then you just did that like how nice would that be it would be so dude (laughs) you could go on vacation i know i would have my day yeah i would have i would have hobbies uh Uh, but yeah, it used to be, it used to just be like, you know, you did that and then you got on like Carson Daly, or no, not Daly, Carson, Johnny, Johnny Carson, Carson, not sure. Carson, yeah, you, or Carson Daly, I'm just hoping for late, Johnny, uh, for late last call, yeah, last call, <laughs> Carson Daly. Um, you would get on Johnny Carson and then, uh, then that was it. I mean, then you would just kind of do the thing or if you were a screenwriter, you were a screenwriter. If you were an actor, you did that. If you were a director, you, you know, you, you would, you would deal with sexual, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, uh, if you were a director, claims. 
sure you would harass <laughs> the living shit out of every actress you knew. Um, so it was just like you just did uh, kind of one thing, and now I mean, I think it it it. it there's a demand for it as far as the platform of the internet and everyone wanting content all the time and wanting it now and then having short attention spans. And for that way, it's made us grow as artists uh, who else consume it, you know? Ah, right. Yeah. You know? That's a good point. Tell me about the, the animated part, oh, there, the animated work you're doing. Yeah. Because we need to tell people that. Yeah. Because you want them to check yeah. out. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, it's too late. I, I already do a new thing now. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's created a show as right. we're sitting here. It's, it's very entertaining. You should see it. Yeah. Um, uh, so this is a show called, um, it's a show called Ther Ther Therapy Dog, and it's an animated show that I literally, I uh, I write, it's, it's bi-weekly, so in two weeks I have to write the episode, and then I cast it, and then I voice it with the with the, with the the actor that I have on, and then I will edit the, 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 the audio, and then I send that away to my animator who has, you know, two weeks in time to do that. So that's every other week I do that. You do that On every top other of the week? shows that I do, on top of the... the the shows that I do, the other two, the the two a week show I do, the dog vlog that I um on my channel, and basically, it's just the main character Andy in therapy talking to his therapist who is a dog, and um, what kind of dog? Uh, she's a she's a, a vishla. I was gonna you say that your, your dog's a vishla, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so um. But she, but basically, um, she, uh, he can't hear anything that she says, um, but she still chimes in with, you know, like her sass, deadpan, sado, uh, kind of, kind of, kind of thing. And, um, then he, and then he just kind of ends up, whatever the thing he ends up, um, projecting as far as his, the, the, the neuroses that he is, uh, kind of, um, uh, uh, um, that's becoming irrationalized. Uh, that's all, ultimately the thing that ends up coming to bite him, and uh, you know, bite him in the end. So, like, you know, um, I'm trying to think of like an example. Like, uh, you know, we did like a, you know, there was like a, a like a mugger episode. He was afraid that he was getting that he was going to get mugged or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he was just talking about how there's a lot of muggings in the area, and he didn't want to, to be mugged. And then he goes out to his car, and then he gets mugged. But then he finds out that the mugger is a mugger who happens to be gay so he uh, he keeps asking for Andy to like give him his watch and like give him his jacket but then he keeps getting aroused by the fact that he's taking off his thing so he it's he's so it's stupid but it's just so he's conflicted by that and then Andy just finally gets fed up with the, the how much time is he's is, is, is being wasted and he just takes all of his things off and throws it on the ground and then it shows him like back in therapy uh, saying so I stood up to the mugger because you can do whatever you want to take from me but you can't take away my time and then the camera pans out a little bit and the mugger's sitting right next to him like i'm so proud of you you <laughs> you know you sharing your feelings and it's like thomas you know we're, you we're, you mugged me we're not friends you know so it's kind of it's like uh, i i think that expanding that i did it just as an exercise to try and you know strengthen my like my episodic writing and they're small episodes and they're short but i want to try and build an audience that way as as well and you know like again like you know everyone has so many things that they're doing like uh you know like Marin or louie and stuff mm -hmm. they 
they uh, they had all those shows going on all the time, and that's kind of what I want to be able to 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 do. <laughs> Where can we find the animated series? Um, it's on my YouTube channel. Very nice. Yeah, it's a, yeah. You can just type in um, you can type in my name and or, or don't. Does YouTube and, send cameras to you every week? Uh, Does the YouTube team come to you? Well, they do. Well, they yeah. Well, they have they have me on camera, but uh-huh. they don't send me. Yeah, oh, okay. they're, 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 they're mon- monitoring. That's a that's one of the best jokes from the the Office series. He's like, we need oh, to get YouTube down here. Yeah, to film oh. this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I no, love that show. Yeah. I, oh, so good. Uh, I was gonna. Say, so, as far as uh, being a maker, right? So, makers mm-hmm. is even, that's an agency, actually, isn't it? it? Yeah, it used to be. Or like it it's kind of branched. Yeah, it's kind of branched out. I think they, they Disney bought them now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it's kind of been a. It's been a weird. Um, uh, it's been a weird like. Uh, uh, what's the what's the um, what's the? Um, it's been just a weird overall um, um, environment as far as what creators are going through now, just because it, uh, it is too, and it's uh, it's strange. So I have a weird connection. We were in Los Angeles a couple a year or two ago, and we were right by the uh, is the Improv off Melrose. Yep, right there, and we were with these friends of ours. We're standing and we were getting ready to go see a show, a, a stand up show. And they're like, oh, yeah, these YouTube dickheads are moving in next door. And it turns out to be those, the Paul kids, uh, Logan Paul and the other kids. I don't know them. This is what the neighbors were saying. But just having said that, that's that neighborhood, like how expensive it would be to live there off of that. And he's the extreme case of what you can make off that. Uh, we've done a few things with uh, a girl named Sid Wilder. Do you know her? Sounds, but yeah. What? Yeah, what? She's done stuff with them. Uh, As far as that being a career path or that being a mode i mean technically you could have what bo burnham directed uh the specials yeah the comedy specials C- things like that He's respect, like all these things do you want to so you're you're working in that space how would would it bother you if you were known as youtube guy i yeah i mean i don't i would bother me if i was labeled as a, as just anything yeah i mean yeah that's because you know that works against everything we just talked about because mm-hmm. it's like you're almost limiting yourself if that's what happens and 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 there is sometimes a stigma with a lot of the content that ends up on because there is a lot of great content on youtube like i love like K- casey neistat he's great he's like a he's like a filmmaker who puts like he, he makes each of his videos like these short films and it's amazing and um there's some vlogs that are great as well but like even even me i'm very critical of the way that my content comes across because i don't i want it to seem i don't want it to seem dishonest i don't want it to seem like that's not who 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 i am and i don't want it to be cheap like like low-hanging fruit kind of things or like true lynch's groin shot channel yeah yeah (laughs) yeah exactly like i tried that and that it flopped yeah um so does literally so did the channel Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So, oh, so I didn't mean to step on that. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. not at all. No, just I say <laughs> stupid things. Um, not at all, Chris. Uh, and and then, but but, but like I seen a lot of the content that a lot of YouTubers put out there and like I want to just be the try to be one of the first comedians or stand-up comedians who basically is like oh he's a stand-up comedian who happens to have a presence on YouTube and try to merge those those two totally makes sense know? yeah um because that was always the goal and that was why I started the channel in the, in, in the first place was to much like with therapy dog trying to strengthen my um script writing and, and scripted uh on the scripted side of things uh, with the blog I wanted to just like take like bullet points Points, like 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 Bill, Bill Burr does on his podcast, mm-hmm. and just like get better at just joke writing, just get better at just being like, oh, here's a thing. Let me let me talk about that, and you know, uh, 
and then just kind of document whatever. So working it out and getting paid to be creative, man. Yeah. That's the thing. So yeah. ultimately where does the, in five years you've hit all your goals. Where's that put you? Are you in movies? Are you doing oh, stand up full time? Oh, kind of cutting some other things out. What do you, what maybe are you doing? just like, maybe just like a, another studio in, in, in this building, mm -hmm. like a bigger, do you want to start a radio show together? I mean, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, okay. uh, like, did you, like if people, if people like say that, if people say like they checked out like therapy dog and they're not checking out our radio show, mm -hmm. then I will be devastated. Okay. Um, I understand. But yeah, I would love, I would love that. Um, <laughs> Get a studio in this <laughs> sterile uh, building that uh, yeah, feels right. like you're in a weird doctor's office. I wanted office. to be in the Taco Bell. Yeah. Uh, it's right next door. It's right there. <laughs> but let's get a studio in this studio. That's what I want. Okay. I want a podcast. Okay. <laughs> in, a, <laughs> in a podcast. Um, but uh, five years, I don't know, man. I would love to be like I still acting is acting is still on the table as far as what I what I what I want. It's what I've always wanted to, to, to do. It's just I had to deviate a little bit because of the because of the sports injury and you know getting 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 mismanaged as far as uh, uh, people not wanting to work with me because of that, which was why I got pushed into stand up to begin with. But tell tell me about know. the sports injury. Uh, so I so I didn't so I didn't stutter from birth. I stutter because. Uh, I, uh, I went to sleep on a concussion because of a softball injury. So <laughs> I had a grounder hit me in the throat and I fell back and hit my head. And I had a, that was the whole to do. And I went to sleep on the concussion. And um, at the time I was in LA and I was, you know, doing, I was on like Disney shows and, you know, trying to, you know, uh, make it happen. And then uh, my agency and manager like they dropped me because they were like we can't represent we don't know how to sell you mm -hmm. and that was when I was like alright I'm gonna try how to old were you me. when this happened I was 20 that would yeah. be crushing it was man because you didn't understand the business side of that either yeah. and to, even now like you're proving it was a poor choice right where it's like hey there's still <laughs> hey bloodsuckers <laughs> there's right. still plenty to, to pull out of this yeah yeah and it took me a while to you know kind of spin it into something that you know really made made sense to me but for me at the time like uh stand-up was there as far as just being an outlet for uh, for me to kind of work through a thing but also make fun of myself in the in the mm -hmm. process because when you do go through through losing the way that you who who talked your whole life, it is humbling and it is a thing that um, it like humanizes you in a way that's like oh man I, I maybe I didn't have so much going on as I thought or maybe I wasn't as uh, a hot shit as I thought I was or whatever. So Disney man, getting work on Disney yeah. and all those things at a young age. Too, I always say that anytime, whether it's an athlete or an entertainer or something. Yeah, it's like holy cow! That's that Justin Bieber did something insane, or he right. did something crazy, or you have uh, other people do something wild. Just remember what you were doing, like especially people that were in college, or if you grew up in a small town and like people kicking the shit out of each other or something. Right. Like, think about how you were acting at that age. Like that's uh, that had to be a really weird thing. Are you are you other than the age part? Like was that a seminal moment? Did that change? How you view things, how yeah. you go about people. Did you treat people differently? It's because uh, of that. I was very so. Uh, I, so, but prior to my injury, I wouldn't say I was a, a, a not. I wouldn't say I was a, a mean person at mm -hmm. all. I was a, still a nice person, but I, I think I was just. I just had a little bit of a like just an like just an ego as far as being like uh, like I was perfectionist and I and 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 I, I still battle and trying not to be, but I was. Uh, 
I was just kind of afraid to show a little bit of who I was to people because I didn't so much empathize with their problems or whatever and and, and, and because I felt like I didn't have any. And now having this issue, it, it it's really caused me to go back and reevaluate the way that I should treat myself and my and and other people in, um you know, just yeah, to just be vulnerable or just be, you know, to be yeah, just you know. accepting of other people's problems. Exactly. They're not just like they're not doing that because they're a horrible person. It's like maybe there's five things that led to yeah. X action. And 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 it's changed me quite a bit in the way that I look at things. Um, as far as uh, like I was, I, I I'm still an optimist, but only I would say it's like when it's like when you win an election, but barely. It's like fifty one forty nine. You know, you're not as, you're to, not as good as you thought you were. Maybe yeah. Or something. yeah, yeah. You know, like when I feel like I'm very pessimistic and I can see something being negative or see my be, being negative towards myself, mm-hmm. um, or critical. Uh, but you, I feel like in order to create things or in order to, to get over the hump of whatever your mental, you know, block might be, um, you have to be somewhat optimistic or you have to believe somehow. And like I said, I, a second, I, I hate advocating for myself, but like, I would love to get to a place in five years. I would love to get to a place, uh, that I, where I can delete all my social media. That would be fantastic. Wouldn't it? It would. You think about that. The, you have Zuckerberg sitting in front of uh, a congressional hearing, just owning these old bastards that don't know anything. Yeah, uh, I, we keep joking about it on the radio show. We're like, can you get your interns up there to actually ask him like a pressing question because you yeah. guys are swimming. Yeah. You're not. You're not getting it. But think about this: if you're a certain age, or just say you live in Montana in a cabin, your food is plentiful. You enjoy where you're at. Like these, pro- we're, we create so many issues with ourselves. Yeah. And just because you brought up social media, I mean. It's a great tool to promote. Uh, if I didn't do radio or a podcast or comedy events or whatever, I would not touch it with no. a ten foot pole. I don't need to announce that uh, you got a new car. You don't yeah. need to announce that you cleaned your apartment. Yeah. Like it's those things where no, it's like, dude, what? You're absolutely. I mean, I can't. I, I I'm just telling. That's you. a great answer, by the way, because that because that means something now, doesn't yeah, it? It does. Yeah. It does. I mean, it would be. I would like to do that because I only have those platforms because I, I have to. They're just yeah. as a business. Like, but I don't. Anytime I see, anytime I look at my Instagram, look at my Instagram or Twitter or whatever, you end up measuring it and comparing it, and that's why they say like, com- like I forget the exact saying, but it's something like you know, com- compare com- comparison is the measure for defeat or like, I, I, I don't know what it is. I'm off, but I know. I, I, I feel you. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. basically, if you're comparing yourself all the time, you're never going to be happy. And that's a, that's li- literally what social media has trained us to do is yeah. to be like, well, ha- well, well, what's the viewership on that? Well, what are the likes? Well, what's the enhancement? What's the engagement? What What is all of those things? And to me, it just doesn't, like, I don't want to have to always document everything. And, 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 and like for, if like, you know, for people like who are artists, like, um, like even Ed Sheeran, he doesn't even have a phone. He's cut it all out completely because he's also at that place where he can do whatever he wants to still do. Send me a written letter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Notarized if it needs to yeah. be. I mean, yeah. Like that's, that is what I wonder too, as we talk about this, uh, I wonder if the golden age of entertainment in the modern era is Seinfeld going to do stand-up shows, writing for three days a week, four days a week or whatever, or mm. I don't know what did they they probably filmed four days a week right yeah on it was yeah yeah it, and then that yes he's in magazines yes he'll pepper in a late night show appearance but mm-hmm. other than that you can kind of just do you right yeah. and then you can control it a little bit yeah. more 
you don't get the interaction, but then it's actually more special yeah. when Jerry Seinfeld comes to town to do yeah. a show, right? Yeah. I, I mean, it's just like those things where it's like, you know, you can just kind of see when on their website they'll be at a place, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then that's it. I mean, uh, it's just, it, there's people who are like, you know, who are consuming what it is that we're doing. And I think when you, you have to be open to being criticized, but it's just, it's so easy for, I don't know what it's like for you, but for me, it's so easy for a thing to be blown out of proportion and for me to just spiral as someone saying a thing and just me being like taking it personally or taking it, you know, <laughs> I and I try see not that to. happening. Yeah, yeah, I try, yeah. I really, you have to get so good. That was another thing that a, um, America's Got Talent taught me is that when everyone, yeah, everyone's watching you, but that means everyone. And that mm -hmm. means people who are not going to like you and they're not going to be so nice about the way that they say that they, they don't like you. And I don't disagree. People are like, I hate you. I'm like, I, I hate me. What are you, <laughs> let's be That's friends a, over this. Right. Huh? Yeah. Let's bond over yeah. hate, mutual hate for yourself. <laughs> and yeah, that, that, makes so much sense too because unfortunately or fortunately however you look at it uh that did provide you with that initial here's a bunch of fucking people who know who you are and then now for the next 10 years you're going to be trimming the fat on that yeah. shedding uh maybe the persona or thoughts that people have that and just kind of getting down to people that actually appreciate you but yeah that's good you know i think ultimately it was probably a good thing yeah, yeah yeah and and I, the, the answer definitely boils down to it being incredibly helpful and a detriment to what i'm able to do now um but um it it, it is very much also that the industry maybe the first time the first way that the see the first time they see you in that the first way they see you that's how they'll remember you until whenever else you know mm -hmm. like i was lucky i was lucky last year because i got to do um a late night on Conan, which I was excited about because I just, I, in the set, I talked a little bit about my voice, but then transitioned to other material because I just don't want, like anyone who sees my live shows now know that that's nothing, it's not a thing I very much talk about. I just mm -hmm. dress in the beginning and then I talk about other things because I want to it to be legitimately considered as uh, someone who can talk about whatever and then introduce a lot of new material like a lot of these these veterans where they're doing, you know, a different hour, a, you know, a new hour a year or whatever. Like uh, when people come and see me, you know, twice at two different locations within a month or whatever, I want them to be able to see another uh, even if it's the same show except for three minutes or whatever that mm -hmm. i've chiseled or worked on or whatever that's important to me um because then that shows that you're still creating uh, that and you're not becoming complacent with the your with the set that you've done for however long which is why these 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 a lot of these veterans who have done it for 25 years or whatever back then that was what you did you worked on one act Mm -hmm. Which is not a word I use even. I don't want you. I wouldn't call it my act. I would yeah, just, oh, you know, to to bring it back yeah. uh, on our podcast, uh, Ian told a story about because again, he's a guy who just yeah. kind of shoots from the hip. He's a lot of crowd work. Uh, he was in one side of a club, and George Carlin was on the other side of the club. It was somewhere in New York, literally like it was a play reciting his act yeah and to ian he was like that is so weird but yeah. that's what it was yeah and he was a master at it obviously yeah. but everyone in comedy who's done it for over 20 years has a saying which is everybody ha hasn't heard it is what it mm -hmm. is which means you can do the same jokes every night to, to an audience and it'll be a new audience and 
and that's fine but it's just it's just it's it's just it's just changed it's changed in a way that like people want to see what's different and like i said with the way we could c- c- consume content is so much quicker and absolutely so, you can you know what uh, what we'll get you out of here in just a minute again sure. people go see uh, drew at helium all weekend long i am and i'm thinking angela smith is opening for you she's a friend of the show so be sure to check her oh, out awesome. as well um as far as LA, what part of LA do you live in, and what's do you have a home club? Um, yeah, I actually like um the the Comedy Magic Club out there. That's oh, in our that's yeah. in our Hermosa. Hermosa Beach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ian goes there a lot. Yeah, I was gonna say we're um, gonna do a thing there. But uh, oh, that's yeah. awesome. When is it? When is it? We're not if dealing with his ass is uh is a is a thing. Yeah. But uh, hopefully, hoping. For later this summer. To him, it's like, yeah, whatever. Another day. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be in LA. I'm going to yeah. go hang out and all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, August at the latest, I'm cool. thinking. So cool. we'll see about well, that. Well, let, yeah. let me know because I would love to see if you guys do a show. I would love to go see it. Or oh, whatever. thanks, man. Um, yeah. That, it'd be a lot of fun. But no, uh, that with the Gary uh, Shandling documentary out yeah. too that's got there's a big spotlight on it and yeah. you hear Seinfeld talking about being down there all the time it's a it's a pretty legendary place in itself it so is. Do I you like prefer that, one. that one I like that one just because they treat you so well there um, I perform at the Improv and then I perform at uh, the Ice House quite a bit mm-hmm. um, those are kind of like the, I mean there's Laugh Factory and Improv as, 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 I mean, excuse me Laugh Factory and, and, and Comedy Store um, as well but uh, I mean my home clubs are the ones that I'm doing on the, on the, on the road, like I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. gone all, all the time, and like I'm, I it's another stigma I try, I try, I try to fight against. I don't want to be known as like, oh, he just does the road or whatever. I like to be in LA to do to, to do projects that I want to work on. Um, but uh, it, when you're when you're when you're when you're when you're starting out or when you're early on or you're you're in your younger years of whatever it is you want to do, um, you have to say yes to everything, and you have to be doing both. So it's like you know, it's like when you have a day job, but you have a passion you still have to keep your day job while working just as hard on your on your passion that's the way i feel about being home in la and also being on the road is, is like a, for clubs, so, so true and you'll hear uh management say that uh had a conversation with a super talented uh business manager of a guy in uh, la recently and he was saying he was like he'll tell people these people will call him and uh, he does adam carolla's business right yeah and uh, that's a self-made thing. And these people go, hey, should I move to LA? Should I do this? He's like, no, you shouldn't. He's like, you want a model? Bob and Tom in yeah. Indianapolis should be your model. Take yeah. over your region and then if and it then, comes calling, do yeah. it. But yeah, to the same point with you with being based there, working on projects with the relevant career that you've had, you have a reason to be there, it, it right? Makes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then, but hitting the road all the time, super important. But I was going to get to the point too, you don't do much at Comedy Store, you said, but Mitzi Shore just passed yeah. away. Yeah. Pretty, I mean, a long time coming. I think she'd been in bad health for a while, yeah. too. Does uh, And it's weird, too, because I know not everybody's always down with people who pass away right. or whatever, but it does seem to be a consensus that she kind of created just the uh, the place of places to get people out there. Yeah. Any opinions on uh, what she's done or, or I mean, what she, she did she, for comedy? At the she comedy just store? created a home that for, for, for comedians that could showcase, like it was just a, com- like it's comedy all night and they still just st- stick by that. Mm-hmm. And what was great about Mitzi is, and I, I don't know her, uh, per, uh, did not know her personally, um, but her model for comedy was, um, 
you know, she's going to stick to her guns on the way that she felt about about. Told Gary Shanley's a writing. He's a writer. Stop doing stand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. yeah, and which is which is also you know which is also and and she can, she can be right. You any like she like anybody can be right and they yep. can be wrong about a thing. You know, Very and true. that's and that's 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 dealing with positive reinforcement and ne- negative reinforcement. Because mm-hmm. if someone tells me I can't do a thing, I'm that much more inclined. You're going to go do that exactly. Yeah. So she either knew you know she knew what she was doing and she created a she. She she rev she you know we're talking about revolutionaries she was that for um, L A because uh, that just it was such a it was such a home for people like you know Robin Williams and Richard Pryor I mean it, so many people came out of that place Insane. because um, uh, so it was like a, it was like the dream team of a it was like where where it was like where you know like Arnold Schwarzenegger worked out in like uh, you know Venice or, in yeah, Venice yeah, yeah. or whatever it'll be it's kind of remembered like forever yeah exactly that's a so, great way to put it so Drew thank you so much for coming here Dude, today man as you're talking you. about getting your dues in i don't appreciate how you keep eyeballing me in the taco bell like <laughs> you're literally working through your dues right now drew i mean you you hit it very no. well on the audio but i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna big time us here at no. least uh, get a picture on the way out man no it was an absolute pleasure talking to you i uh, i will absolutely have to hit you up whenever we head out there please that'll be a good time but uh, go see drew this weekend, Helium Comedy Club. You guys know where it's at in the uh, in the basement of the mall in, in ba- Brentwood, yeah. <laughs> in the Galleria. It's a great place to see a show. Say hey to uh, to David if you're out there too. Always a good dude, and uh, we love Helium. So thanks again, man. Really thanks, appreciate you stopping thanks, by. Chris. Thank you, buddy. Hillside Animal Hospital at 5325 Manchester, near the Hill, the Grove, and even Dogtown, is the official veterinarian office for St. Louis Live. Amazing care for your family pets, and you can hear Dr. Ed on St. Louis Live every week telling stories and giving animal advice to listeners. For more information, visit hillsideanimalhospital.net.